Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Slash Filmcast. My name is David Chen, and with me are... Devendra Hardware. And Jeff Kanata. And joining us also today on this very special bonus episode is the editor-in-chief of SlashFilm.com, Peter Serena. Welcome back to the Slash Filmcast. Peter, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Dave. I'm here to lose once again. All right. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. And joining us also, he's the entertainment reporter at Gizmodo. Uh, he used to work for SlashFilm.com before turning to the dark side. Jermaine Lucier, welcome back to the Slash Filmcast. How are you doing today, Jermaine? I am very good. Uh, feels feels good to be home here. And uh, let's talk some summer box office. Yes. Yeah, so we are here today to talk about... He's, he's the... just happy he avoided the strike. <laughs> <laughs> We are uh, here today on the official podcast of SlashFilm.com to discuss the Summer Movie Wager 2017. This is the 11th annual Summer Movie Wager. Is that correct, Jeff? That is correct, yeah. Uh, So they've been doing this on the Totally Rad Show for uh, over 10 years, but uh, the Totally Rad Show ended. It has since continued on the Slash Filmcast. uh, And, you know, for the last two years, me, David Chen, I have been (laughs) destroying everyone else on this uh on this wager in fact last year i received the most points possible uh well actually no that's not true that's not that's not true the most points ever received uh in the summer movie wager uh and so i'm really looking forward to defending my reigning heavyweight title on the summer movie david if you three peat uh you may in fact destroy the summer wager that's right uh because i want i want to say right here and right now I know that this is always a long episode already, but at some point, I, don't, I guess maybe on our actual uh, Slash Filmcast show, I don't know where it belongs, but we're going to have to have a discussion about Gods of Egypt, mister, mm. because uh, <laughs> I stayed up last night and watched that for you. Oh, wow. Look at that. <laughs> As penance, you stole two hours of my life, Dave Chen. All right. Well, uh, stole is a really strong word for it. You know, you say stole, you- I say gifted you know, you say <laughs> you, potato, I say potato. It's just, well, I, I will say this. The, the stakes have been raised, and uh, we understand what we're dealing with now. We're talking about hours of our lives uh, that, are, that are at stake. Yeah. So we, we, we believed it was subjecting other people to movies or TV shows we loved. Yes. We thought but we Dave, were opening eyes, opening eyes to beautiful things that maybe people didn't notice. We didn't realize that it was uh, – it was a punishment. Okay, you guys are you guys are kind of skipping ahead here. Okay, you guys are skipping ahead. Let's explain what the summer movie wager is. What is at stake here? Summer movie wager is basically all of us choosing uh, the top ten films of the summer uh, as defined by domestic box office. So not international, just domestic box office. Uh, and we also choose three dark horses, which may or may not end up in the final rankings of the top ten. In terms of the time span. Typically, the summer movie wager begins Memorial Day, Jeff Kanata, but we have expanded the definition of the summer movie wager to this week because it's Guardians never, of the- never been Memorial Day. It's always no, been we, the- we've been doing May first. For oh, okay. Well, a well there you go. Time. Two-time champion knows the rules. That's right. Uh, Gar- we were ex- we're- this week is the beginning of the summer movie wager, and uh, the movie that's going to ring it in is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, which I think will play prominently in many of our lists. Uh, I am going to very quickly go over the rules, but the short version of the rules are that everyone chooses a top 10, everyone chooses three dark horses. You get more points if you get a choice dead on in, term of its, in terms of its final rankings uh, at the end of summer, a.k.a. Labor Day. Uh, you get extra points if you get number one or number 10 correct. 
so I'm going to go over the rules real quick. The scoring of your list of 10 movies and three Dark Horses goes like this. Getting number one or number 10 dead on gets you 13 points each. You get 10 points for numbers two through nine dead on. Seven points if your pick was one spot away from where it ended up. Five points if it was two spots away. Three points if your pick is anywhere in the top 10. And one point for each Dark Horse that makes it into the top 10. Uh, and I think that covers most of the rules. Jeff Kanata, is that, is that the bulk of it? Yeah, so accuracy is king here, and um, we are trying to get as close to the correct ranking uh, in terms of money. We don't care about quality. We care about dollars. That is all we're trying to predict here. It's not about you know what is going to be the best movie of the summer. It's about what is going to make the, the, the most money or the correct order of monies uh, in, during the summer. And I would like to point out that uh, you know, if you are, if this is the first time you're listening to the to the summer movie wager, where have you been? Where have you been? First of all, but second of all, uh, you know, it, it, sometimes th- we put a lot of emphasis on the top of the list and who got the n- number one correct. But last year, I would say Peter Serretta was the boldest and the most uh, the, the most uh, impressive in his calling his shot and and shocking the world with his number one. And yet it didn't get him the victory. It did not bring home the victory. So anything is possible. And those the meat and potatoes in the middle of the list is really where a lot of those points can come in. I also want to say a few other things before we begin. Uh, firstly, as we mentioned, there is a wager uh, last year, as there is this year, about uh, you know regarding who wins. If there's nothing at stake, then there's no point in calling it a wager. So what is at stake is the person who wins – gets to tell everyone else on the show to watch something less than three hours long. So it can be a movie, it can be a couple episodes of a show, whatever you want, number one gets to tell everyone else to watch something. And of course, my choice last year when I won was Alex Price's brilliant, visually dazzling film, Gods of Egypt, which I believe everyone on this podcast has watched except for Peter Sreda. Is that right? <laughs> that is correct because there has never been a deadline for this told to me, Dave. Okay, well, well that is like deadline is the next one. Yeah, that is I really upsetting. I'm really up, upset that you said that just now. I stayed uh, up last night because I figured. <laughs> I'll go through my emails, Dave. <laughs> I have not received an email saying watch this it's movie a, it's by a this gentleman's day. understanding. Yeah. Well, I think um, this year what we need next to do year. is I was just thinking about this. We need to. You have to put on your Twitter or your Facebook, Instagram proof that you were watching the film, and okay. yes, put a deadline on. Yeah. Okay. I like so, that. I like uh, Peter. Thing. Yeah. Well, we that, should also that, probably get together on on the podcast to like talk about yes, said thing. Yes, I agree. I mean, we are gonna we are gonna talk about Jeff's viewing of Gods of Egypt on the slash filmcast. But uh, yeah, uh, Peter, that that's just very upsetting. Everything you just said because it's kind of like a letter of the law versus spirit of the law. You know, it's like a <laughs> Peter is gonna wait, and in five years from now, he's just gonna binge all of the things he needs to watch <laughs> in like an eight hour session. Dave, yeah. Dave I, I will watch it by the the determined deadline that you, that the you know we decide upon okay fine how about this so we'll say whoever wins the summer movie wager this year they get to dictate something that everyone else watches uh and that you have uh, one all year people need to watch it before the next summer movie wager yeah okay and peter cool. that's retroactive too so since i'm gonna win this year you need to watch two things that i say okay <laughs> well i'm, I'm oh. still gonna watch Gods of egypt i guess yes Yes, you, you will watch Gods of Egypt. By the way, Dave, I just want to say I tweeted out earlier asking people what they thought one of the movies coming out this summer was going to make on the summer movie – or just how much it was going to make at the domestic box office. And someone starts accusing me of cheating um, on Twitter 
David. And yeah. um, it sounds upsetting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As if anybody actually has the answer to this. I got answers ranging from twelve dollars to you know a billion dollars. So I don't think any one answer is correct. Uh, yeah, but I think crowdsourcing your list. Wait, wait. I wasn't crowdsourcing my list, but oh, oh, crowdsourcing your list. Talk about crowds. I, I get a notification. Dave Chen is on Periscope. Help me. Decide my summer movie. Um, excuse me, what? I did not say help me decide. I said, "Hey, uh, I am working out with my companion. What the okay. top ten choices?" I, I go to companion? watch this thing, and, and, and people are giving him tips, and he's moving stuff around. Oh, how dare you! Johnson's giving him inside Disney information. He's seen all the films. This is how crap. dare you, David? How dare you accuse Peter of shenanigans when you are the king shenanigizer? <laughs> all right, well. Uh, Ten minutes. Know, mentioned a movie. Ten as, as Peter said, you know, the, the, this, none of this has been written down. We'll have to have an anti uh, <laughs> anti crowdsourcing clause in in next year's uh, wage. We need, we need some sort of rules committee. Yeah, that's uh, right. Can we? Is there another uh, a film blog website we can have that's impartial that can come in and just be the rules committee? Oh God! One other thing before we begin today, ladies and gentlemen, and that is uh, that. Dennis from Germany is a hardcore slash filmcast summer movie wager fan. He has been working tirelessly to build a website that is not only going to keep track of our wagers this year and update them in real time with a commentary on the Twitter handle at some movie W, I think is the uh, Twitter handle, uh, at some movie W. That's right, S U M movie W. Uh, but not only that, at, if you go to thesummermoviewager.com, you can see our rankings, and you can also play along yourself. You can submit your own choices, uh, and it's a really cool feature. If you get your choices in by Friday, that's this Friday coming up, uh, you have the potential to be included in the leaderboard. Uh, can can, I, still, go can ahead. I propose something on the fly right now? Okay. I think we should have whoever is the highest-ranking listener – on the site, should also get to dictate something that we watch. Hmm. Okay. I think I, uh, I think that would be rad. All right. I'm totally. game for that. I'm game for that. So uh, unless you know, unless that person, I, I would say the highest ranking person, like even if they are part of this podcast, you know, because I, I expect I will be the highest ranking person. So. Oh, you have of all humans, yeah, in the of world. All humans, yeah. So yeah. So if it's me, if I win, you know, like I don't get to dictate two things. It's just one. You know what I'm right. saying? Dave, right. that's not going to happen. That's only fair. Um, <laughs> anyway, if you submit your entries by Friday, uh, May 5th, that's this coming up Friday. So you probably only have like 24 to 48 hours after, you, after this podcast hits your feed. Uh, you can be included in the leaderboards. After that, you can still play along, but you will not be included in the leaderboards because by Friday – I mean Friday is already pushing it because you'll already kind of know how much movie – Thursday numbers, yeah. Yeah, how much money Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 will make. So um, so it's kind of really on the edge of things. But yeah, if you get it in by Friday, you can be on the leaderboards. Otherwise, you can just uh, enter your own choices and play along. Again, the site is thesummermoviewager.com. Really appreciate Dennis. Uh, he really – Made the game a lot more fun last year, but with his awesome. weekly commentary. Agreed. Along so, yes. with uh, Paul Baker, who also uh, helped a lot last year as well as this year. So thanks to those listeners for really taking this game up a notch. And I would just like to say, David, also if if you do win, yes, 
how will we know if, if it was you who were brilliant or your significant other who was really the brilliant one? <laughs> uh, it's, think- it's, it's a good question. It's a good question. Uh, I, I think, uh, you know, I ask that question every day, Jeff. <laughs> if I win, how do I know if it's me or my significant other that, that contributed to this? Um, uh, let me also say this before we begin this week's uh, or this year's summer movie wager. I, I think it's worth commenting on what happened last year, other than my incredible victory, which is that Last year uh, saw several trends that I thought were pretty interesting. Number one, uh, a lot of sequels just completely withered and died. We're talking about movies like uh, Alice, the sequel to Alice, like Alice Through the Looking Glass, uh, The Huntsman Winter's War or whatever. You know, there's a bunch of sequels. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles didn't even crack the top ten last year. Uh, a lot of movies that people thought would do really well because the first film did really well, even though they were, the first films were generally not very good. The sequel performed horribly. Uh, so that was one trend we saw last year. Another trend is that there's basically no middle anymore. It's the, the middle class of movies is getting squeezed out. Um, there was no movie last year that made between $156 million domestic and $300 million domestic. So nothing you know, in the 200 240 250 range. Nothing. It's just the haves and the have-nots, very much like American society these days. So uh, yeah, that, that is scary, Dave, because my entire list is consisting of those. Oh, great! I'm looking forward to hearing. I think yeah, how terrible think, you'll do. I don't think that's um, going to happen this year, but we'll see. Uh, anything else you guys want to comment on regarding last year before we uh, get going this year? Any any other comments about last year? Well, how, I think we we sort of alluded to it, but I think the important thing is we all picked Captain America: Civil War to be number one, except for Peter Soretta, who picked Finding Dory. Um, and we, we all joked, uh, huh, huh, and of course, uh, you know, we were the last ones laughing, but it was, uh, we weren't the last but, ones. But again, that five whatever. point swing doesn't. Mean no, right. But I'm just saying, yeah, it was, that was something that, you know, it, it was significant and, and we alluded to it and I just wanted to. Yeah. Finding Dory was the number one movie last year with $482 million domestic. Um, I think that actually nailing the number 10 movie, which gives you the ex- exact same points as the number one movie. Yeah. is much more difficult than nailing the number one. Oh, movie. of course, yeah. Uh, and we should also point out, no one did that last year. I don't think uh, anyone ever has done that. Yeah, no I one... think I did one year. I think it was like Turtles or something, but anyway. We'll see. No one got The Legend of Tarzan uh, correct this year. Uh, or last year, I should say. So, uh, finally, one last ultimate thing before we begin this year. I and that like is we should have our German friend like on the computer like buzzing in with like... <laughs> That trivia. That boy, yeah. 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 Uh, what, one, one last thing. Uh, well, firstly, there is an awesome trivia page at thesummermoviewager.com. If you go to thesummermoviewager.com, uh, there's a trivia page that uh, where, where Dennis has clearly spent more time on the Summer Movie Wager than even <laughs> we have. Uh, my, you know, there's a lot of awesome trivia on this page, but I think um, he points out, for instance, here uh, in 2012, quote, we have the utmost weirdest thing here with Jeff's List. In the wager video, he states his picks very clearly. There is one small hiccup where he states Brave as his number seven, uh, but he also puts Brave at eighth and Prometheus at ninth. My approach to resolve this conflict is to only count his first mention of Brave at seventh. <laughs> so he was more – he put more thought into it than Jeff Kanata basically is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, no, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. So uh, before we get going this year, the, the one thing I'm going to ask you guys is are there any – overall trends this year i mean it felt like everyone was saying this year is really really tough to make the list right yeah, uh, I think that's are, there, true. are there any things overall trends this year that you guys well I will, I will say this I, I think that there are a lot of movies that were made for 
over $150 million that did not make my top 10. Hmm. So in my mind, I think that the studios are going to be losing a lot of money. Yeah, but, I, yeah I feel like there's so many sequels here um, that seem like obvious picks uh, and they're really hard to stay away from. But at a certain point with when you get to the fifth movie and the third movie or the seventh movie, the bubble's got to pop on these, right? So – uh, it, it, that's a scary thing when I was looking at the list. There, There is a, a ton of sequels this year. I think there's maybe only one or two movies on my list that aren't sequels or continuation of cinematic universes. Uh, I have one. Um, but yeah, like ton <laughs> of sequels as usual. And last year two. was a bloodbath for sequels. So yeah. uh, I'm curious if, uh, you know, what you guys are going to pick for, for like kind of original movies or adaptations. All right. So... Let's get going then, guys. I think that's that's all the rules, right? That's uh, that's everything. Uh, let's yep. begin with our number one choices. Why don't we just run down the list and give our number ones? Peter Soretta, your number one choice uh, for a top movie at the box office in 2017. For me, it was between Despicable Me 3 and Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And I'm going to go against the norm. I saw Dave considering Despicable Me. So I'm going with Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Um, I think, you know, the first movie made $333 million. I think uh, this is an early May release. It's the first movie of summer, and it has Baby Groot. I think it's going to make $400 million. All right, let's, let's go through everyone's and then, and then talk about okay. it. So, uh, Jeff Kanata, you're number one. I felt I need to shake things up a little bit this year, guys. So I'm going, uh, I'm going a little crazy. I went with Spider-Man Homecoming. Complete madness. Ooh. Doing your hard work. Your number, your number one movie. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. All right. Jermaine Lucier? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And me, Despicable Me 3. I th- that's crazy. I don't think we've ever had three different movies as number one. I think. Yeah. All right. <laughs> very interesting. All right. So, Mainly because Jeff has gone mad. Yeah. So, Jeff, defend this crazy choice. Yeah. That's, that's the crazy one. I yeah. think. Actually, I, you know what? Honestly, I will say this before Jeff goes. For about two seconds today, I had Spider-Man number one. <laughs> then I laughed and moved it down the list. So. Jeff Kanata, I didn't, take it away. I didn't, this, uh, is, this is going to be the most catastrophic decision you've ever made on the summer movie. <laughs> I, uh, this is I up did, there with uh, Alex Albrecht choosing MacGruber. Back <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. No, it's not. Uh, no. Uh, I did not get to that laugh moment. I, uh, I think that this movie is going to be good. I think it's going to be – it is a character that people are excited about. I think Robert Downey Jr. in that movie is going to be a big deal. I think uh, I think it's going to shock everybody, and it's going to and it's going to be a huge hit. Okay. Uh, well, Despicable Me Two made three hundred sixty-eight million dollars domestically when it was released in twenty thirteen. Uh, that is more than Guardians of the Galaxy One made. I think Despicable Me Three, despite being a movie that I'm not super into. Yeah. Is going to obliterate the competition. But everyone's really, really waiting for Despicable Me Three. Yeah, Dave, that's, you that, see, that was my thing. That Devendra is like, obviously I have it pretty high on my list, but yeah. I, I think Despicable Me Two. Like I know it has its fans, and people are going to turn out. But since then, they saw Minions, and that was a, also a big hit. Mm-hmm. And but I don't see, and it's not like you know people who like I engage with on Twitter are Despicable Me fans, but I just don't hear anything about it. Like I've been in the theater when the trailers played; it's just got a zero. And so I think it's going to be a big hit, but I would be incredibly surprised if it outgrows the second film. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, want, I want to say, how do you explain, Dave, Minions made $33 million less 
than Despicable Me too. Well, I mean, but I think we're on a downward trend. <laughs> well, I, I mean, how can you have a uh, you know Despicable Me movie without whoever that guy is? That guy, <laughs> that guy, <laughs> guy. <laughs> I want to say Groot. Is that Groot. what it is? Uh, Groot. That's right. Yeah, Groot. Groot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. basically, it's Groot versus Groot on the side. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Versus, so you could you could yeah. very well be right, Peter, but this is my Finding Dory moment where I'm saying, hey, Despicable Me 3 is going to surprise everyone. Uh, it's coming out July 4th weekend. It's very good counter-programming to Transformers. I think it's going to dominate that weekend. Um, and so, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 made $333 million domestic. Very likely could do more this year. Very likely could do I don't more. Think, I don't think Despicable Me 3 is going to make more money that weekend than Transformers. Mm. Okay. I think, Jeff, you're I, I really, think, I think, I, think I mean, Me says Me the guy who chose Spider-Man for number one, but <laughs> I, 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 I agree with Jeff. I think Transformers has got a, is like a, is more of an opening weekend movie where Spickable through Me three has, is like a legs movie where it'll play for a couple of weeks and be in the top three where Transformers, if it's as bad as we all expect it to be, Will you know do like 150 million and it'll be, Oh my God. Great. But Spickle Me do like 85 or 90. But then it'll only drop to like 75 and Transformers will go to like 40, 20 and it'll be it'll be a battle. But I think I honestly Despicable Me 3 is a is a great pick. I mean, it's my number two. I think it's going to make a lot of money. I just I just think Guardians coming off the huge first movie. It's got a lot of buzz. It obviously has that whole summer thing to go. And the the first movie of the summer is usually the easy pick. But to me, it just seems like in the whole world here, it's the movie people are talking about. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, Jermaine, you mentioned your number two uh, as Despicable Me 3. What's your number two, Jeff Kanata? Transformers. Uh, okay. How about you, Jimmy? Are we on twos? Yeah, we're on two. Uh, yeah, we're on number two. Despicable Me 3 for two. All right. Uh, and Peter Serretta for your number two of the of this summer. Mine is David's number one, Despicable Me 3. All right. So I think we all understand like why people chose Despicable Me th- uh, 3 for number two. But Jeff Kanata, what, what did you choose again? Uh, Transformers. Why do you think Transformers is going to be uh, number two? I just don't think you can bet against that franchise. For some reason, people still want to see those movies. I don't understand it, but they make m- lots of money, and uh, I think but I think less and less, right? Well, not, their, not a yeah. ton less. Here, here, so. Here's what is here's what is completely baffling about that choice, Jeff. Is mm-hmm. when you were <laughs> this high on the list, you're up in the three hundred to four hundred million dollar range, right? Last mm-hmm. year, number one, Finding Dory made four eighty two. Number two, Captain America three made four hundred eight million dollars. Uh, Transformers, what well, the last movie? Trans, the last Transformers two hundred forty five million. Yeah, two hundred forty five million. Uh, Dark of the Moon made three fifty two. I but I think Dark of the Moon uh, actually Revenge of the Fallen I think was peak Transformers at four hundred two. Yes. Then Dark of the Moon three fifty two. Age of Extinction made two forty five. I think this one tops out at two hundred. Um, I don't think this is going to make more money. Than Age of Extinction. Do you, do you, you think it's going to make more money than the last Transformers movie? Well, the mistake that you're making, David, is uh, thinking that I did any research on that. <laughs> I was going to say that as a joke, but I was like, that's what he's going to say. Okay, well, then I don't feel bad I, uh, about it. Jeff is always the one that goes on 
his like feelings. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. go for the data. He just goes on the. Uh, I, I I respect that. I don't. I look at like one or two little things, but I'm the same way. Yeah, uh, I I don't respect that at all. Um, which is <laughs> which is why I'm disparaging Jeff at every possible turn. Uh, but <laughs> I literally uh, did not look that up. So uh, I I assumed that the last Transformers made over three hundred million, and it, it did not. But. It, uh, and that's did why you're going to be watching Gods of Egypt 2 next year, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you say you're number two? Uh, no, they, they have not made a sequel yet. I, I'll, although I'm writing to Alex Proyas every day. Okay, guys. What is your number two, Dave? You didn't say. Uh, oh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. All right, that's what Definitely, I think. Definitely, yeah. So that's even Jeff's it, number 10, uh, just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Jeff's number 10. Okay, number three, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'll start. Now, my number three is Spider-Man Homecoming. I think this is going to perform... Uh, pretty oh, well. Ridiculous to have it be number one, but number three. <laughs> well, yeah, because I really it's don't think it's a big think, difference. I, yeah, it yeah. is a big difference. And remember, last year we talked about how there's a massive difference between like the top ones and the and the bottom ones. Like, I think this is going to be really solid Marvel, but I'm very curious what the appetite for a Spider-Man film is. Anyway, I'll I'll get into this a little bit more. Let's get your number three, Peter Sreda. Your number three. My, mine is also Spider-Man: Homecoming. All right. I, uh, I think this movie is going to do 340 million. All right, uh, Divinger Hardware? Same. Uh, Jeff Kanata? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Okay, pretty reasonable. Uh, how about you, Jermaine? Uh, I now regret this choice, but Transformers, The Last Night. But somebody told Peter on Twitter how much uh, Spider Man was going to make, so I'm glad you got it in there, Pete. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Gut, 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 the Gut Brothers, uh, Jermaine, you and me. Going with our gut. So, Transformers, uh, all the way. Peter, you think Spider Man Homecoming is going to make $340 million? Is that what you said? Yeah, I think somewhere between 275 and 360. I'm going for like 340. Uh, the thing is, Dave, the Sam Raimi movies Raimi. made you know, 350, 400 million dollars. Uh, but the last two installments of Spider-Man were 262 million and then 200 million. Apples and oranges, man. Yeah, apples and oranges. No Iron no. Man in those movies. <laughs> but do do audiences know? I yeah, think like I think you, the Iron Man factor is something yeah. the audiences will know. Yeah, no, they I saw I, I, him in Civil War, yeah. right? And they see the trailers. Like it's the connection is pretty yeah. well set up. Yeah. Uh, here, I, 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 here's my thing with Spider-Man: Homecoming, guys, is that uh, I I agree. I think the I think the other the last two Spider-Man are still really fresh in people's minds, even if we don't want to admit that. And yeah, I know I know this is a Marvel movie and it's got Iron Man in it, and but I, the title is not a grabby title. I think people are still like, oh, a new Spider-Man movie, and and it's Sony marketing it, not Disney. And Sony has not a need; they need a lot of hits. They have not had a really great last two years. I'm not sure. I mean, we haven't had a Dark Trailer, Dark Tower trailer yet. It comes out tomorrow as we're recording this podcast. That comes out in August. Like they're just all crazy over there with the marketing. I'm not sure how they're going to do with this to convey all these things that we know about Spider-Man. So there's just a lot more star power though, right? There's Zendaya, absolutely. there's Michael Keaton, like there's there's things. And agreed, freaking, agreed. freaking I, Iron oh, Man. Like I, I think it's going to be quite good. Bump, but like, you know, that amazing Spider-Man number 1, you know, people were excited for that one and that only made 262. Well, guys, if you I, if you graph if you graph domestic grosses of Spider-Man films starting with Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 1 in 2002, it is a, a virtually like a linear line downwards, right? Mm-hmm. You got 400, 373, 336, 262, and 200. Amazing Spider-Man 2 was the worst performing Spider-Man film out of all the Spider-Man films, Apples including the Raimi Apples and oranges. Films. Apples and oranges. 
Okay. It, I, these are these are misleading statistics. I, it's like well, saying, Jeff. I mean, I'm I'm in, I'm in agreement with you, Jeff. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. putting Spider-Man at number three. I, I think it's going to make around three hundred million dollars. Uh, it's like saying uh, if you graphed the uh, the box office of Planet of the Apes films before Rise of the Planet of the Apes, <laughs> they were going way down. Like the it's just completely different. That is a ridiculous analogy, and you know that. <laughs> I stand by it. <laughs> I mean, these movies, these all five Spider-Man films happened in the last you know sixteen years. Uh, I, I think the question, right, for, that is before us, that is going to be answered this summer, is whether or not public appetite for Spider-Man as a whole. Mm-hmm. is A, high enough, or B, whether low appetite for Spider-Man yeah. can be overcome by the things Devendra said. Star power, Iron Man in it, MCU, you know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Is there, um, we, we, we also have another MCU movie this year, do we? Right? Guardians. Thor and Guardians. Oh, oh yeah, Thor, Guardians. Thor Ragnarok, but that's not coming till fall, right? So Right, right, right. Yeah. So I, I do feel like, yeah, so Guardians, but it's not, it's not like Avengers MCU, right? right. So Guardians just no. feel like it's a separate thing and people want to get their appetite of Avengers-ness. That's, that's where yeah, you get it. Is, are they going to sell that and are people going to turn out for Spider-Man colon Homecoming? I think <laughs> they are. I just don't think it's going to be – I have it a little lower down and <laughs> – I, I I just uh, yeah I'm struggling I, I struggle with it. I, I think I people think look at posters and trailers more than movie titles. Yeah. I don't who's who's drink, drinking what? drinking what? alcohol right now? What's going on? Uh, mute mute. No, <laughs> no that, come on, that gives it a flavor, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't think we can give me, mainstream America too much credit. Like I I, I walk down the street, <laughs> I hear people. But well, first of all, Twitter look bio. at her present. But second of all, uh, I walk down the street and I hear people talking about, you know, DC characters like they're in the Marvel, you know, you know, general – the people that aren't in this bubble that, you know, read comic books and watch movies, you know, uh, in the film Twitter bubble, they, they don't necessarily – you know, I run into people at Disneyland that think the Minions are a Pixar movie. Do you know what I mean? Like people don't know. I think yeah. what you're saying, Peter, is everyone's dumber than you, and no one deserves <laughs> to win this wager other than yourself. I'm saying we have Trump as president. Okay. Yeah, it all okay. doesn't matter. None of this matters because we're not going to survive to Memorial Day. <laughs> okay, guys, uh, let's move on to number four choices. Uh, Jermaine, let's start with you. Your number four choice. Uh, and I'm sorry. My number four choice is uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Ooh, wow. bold That's choice. Awesome. How about you, Jeff Kanata? Despicable Me Three, guys. All right. I think that, I think that movie has a big dip. Big dip. I think, <laughs> okay. we, I got, I think we got Despicable Fatigue. Okay. More like Despicable Fatigue. Uh, Devinder Hardware, you're number four. I uh, think this is where my list starts falling apart. Um, so I put in Wonder Woman, even though I realize the marketing has barely begun. To, Devindra, yeah, I, I'm right there with you, man. Wonder oh. Woman is yeah. my really? number four as well. Yep. Here we go. Uh, you cannot talk, sir. Peter, sir, Peter Serretta, you're number four. I, I also have a different movie. Uh, I have War for the Planet of the Apes. Okay. Ooh. All right. Wow. So, so Peter, uh, you're, you're the most like uh, quantitative when it comes to these rankings. Like, What, you, what do you think War of the Planet of the Apes is going to come in at? Well, the first one made 180. The second did 208. But I think this franchise has kind of gained popularity in home video. And I think um, – you think there's going to be a surge? For the yeah, I think there's going to be a surge. I mean, there was already a surge of like 30 million between the first and second. I think we could see a, you know a 30 to 40 million dollar surge between the second and the third. And I think what's your, what's your home video evidence, Peter? Where's the data? Oh no. 
he's going to Blockbuster and he's checking out the aisles, man. He's going to Blockbuster. He's seeing which uh, which cases don't have any of but, the DVDs behind. But them. it's also th- this is one of the rare franchises that is on any of our lists. Yeah, yeah. That has been a home run after home run, and you know I know we none of us have seen this movie, but. It, it looks as close to a home run as it possibly could. I want it to be a home run, but I also feel I mean, like if this movie on, is yeah. as good as it looks, <laughs> this will be the, in my mind, the best trilogy of films since Star Wars. Mm. Whoa! And, yeah, I know that goes over Lord of the Rings. I don't really care. And Whatever. Indiana Jones Wait, and a bunch of things since Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Let's well. talk about our choice of Wonder Woman, Divinger Hardwar. I uh-huh. think Wonder Woman uh, – if you evaluate the last DCU uh, movies, right? Yep. Um, or DCCU, whatever the hell it is. Uh, Suicide Squad. Right, over three hundred million domestic. Uh, Batman v Superman, over three hundred million domestic. Yep. Not only that, Wonder Woman widely regarded as the best part of Batman v Superman. Sure, but uh, I, so even if this I, movie makes only seventy, eighty percent of a Batman v Superman, it's still up there in the two hundreds. Yeah, uh, I mean so, that's that's part of my thinking. But yeah, we know this movie doesn't have those iconic characters too, or at least the ones like Batman and Superman, right, and the Joker. So I'm more worried about like all of whom are incredibly well used, well used yeah. in Batman v Superman. Uh, well, tell you something. They're Wonder certainly Woman, in the movie. Wonder Woman did not make my top ten. Wow! Mm. Wow! F. That's a dark. It's, it's a dark. And you know what? Honestly, this year that could happen. I think Wonder Woman is going to do. It could also be top three. Who knows? Like I, I yeah. think it's one of those movies that we talked about this being a very difficult summer. I'm not surprised you guys have it that high, um, but it's it's just who knows? Like it could be great. I've been hearing people who've seen it and said it's good. Uh, and if it movies like if the movie's great, plus you add in that DC uh, juice that you guys are talking about, it could do like 450 million dollars. You know, it's a long shot, but you never know. I think it's going to do roughly Logan numbers. I think it's yeah. probably going to open around Logan numbers and, and be as good as Logan, which, by the way, made $224 million domestic, which would put it right around this area on the list. So yeah. I'm pretty, okay. I'm, yeah. I feel pretty good about the Wonder Woman choice. Uh, Jeff Kanata, what did you choose for number four? Despicable Me 3. Okay. And you think, yeah, we're going to have a Minions dip going on here. Minions dip. Uh, and the Wonder <laughs> Woman thing, like, let me be clear. I know a lot of people are going to be like, because Jeff hates DC. He puts Spider-Man number one because he hates DC. Good impression uh, of our listeners, Jeff. Sure, though. That's true. <laughs> um, but I, I genuinely think Wonder Woman is going to be a good movie, and I'm really excited to see it. I just – I am a, a little cynical about uh, the audience – that will turn out for a female-led superhero movie at this point, and I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Be the but change I, you want to see in this world, Jeff. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm really turning out for it, and I put it as a dark horse. So if it lands on the list, I, I you know I'm still that's a, it a little. I bit. love it, that it is, of enthusiasm. I, I just think it is madness <laughs> to not have it in the top ten at all. I, I, pretty... I guess I feel like even if it is a catastrophic DCU movie, it's that's still over like a hundred million dollars. Yeah, but a hundred yeah. million yeah. could be off doesn't, the top ten. Yeah, a hundred million doesn't put you in the top ten, dude. Well it did last year. It, it, I mean, yeah, pretty freaking close last year. Yeah, 125 last year, yeah. Uh I don't know. I feel like at minimum it's gonna make one twenty five. Um but 
you know, we'll see. We'll see. I, I think there's a lot of people, people have been commenting on how little PNA it has Princeton advertising, like, or like advertising and marketing. People have seen very few trailers for it. It could be a disaster, but uh, now, I, well, that, I mean, that's, I mean, th- there's been obviously a lot of talk about that, but a, that's ramped up in the last like two or three days. And B, I think they're waiting for guardians. Yeah, They're waiting for guardians. They're waiting till yeah. guardians blows its load. And then they're going to unleash the wonder woman, uh, advertising campaign. Not, yes. the, not the analogy you want, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jermaine Lucier. What yeah. was your number four? It, pirates. And uh, I mean, I just feel like the, the I, I've seen Pirates, so I have that. And, and it, the movie's actually pretty good. And I think it's a franchise that's always done really well. The last one didn't do as well as the previous films. But I feel like this one is going to have a little bit of word of mouth and buzz. And it, it comes out Memorial Day weekend against nothing really. And uh, I, I just feel like it's going to do well. I, I mean, they'll all, obviously Disney will probably do a pretty good job marketing it. And it's one of those family films that adults don't feel silly going to and bringing their kids. Uh, and like I said, and it's pretty good. So I think people are going to you know, keep coming back at the next couple of weekends even though the competition is stiff. Pirates has done really well. That, this is the one I struggled with a lot. Pirates, mm-hmm. uh, Dead Man Tell No Tales. Uh, Pirates 1, 305 million domestic. Pirates 2, 423 domestic. Pirates 3, 309 domestic. Pirates 4, 241 domestic. That is a huge drop. And so the question but there's is... there's also been... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, the question is, you know, is Dead Man Tell No Tales going to do better or worse than Pirates 4. I think it's about I think it's about the same and also you got to think it's been how many years since 4 uh, uh, and uh, the with yeah, the it's 3D, been 6 6 years since 4, right? Yeah, with inflation and the 3D bump, uh IMAX stuff, if, I don't know if it's IMAX to be quite honest, uh cuz I don't do research. It's Disney, it's IMAX. I'm okay. betting I'm betting that people it's have had do- people have had enough of Pirates and that the Johnny Depp storylines that have been in the news are not going to do him favors, you know, when it comes to getting audiences. I mean, he's barely been in the advertising for this Dave, movie. America doesn't read the news. But, uh, well, anyway, um, but I, what I'm wondering is how many of us had Alice on, on our list I last did. year? I think I and did. Yeah. We were all idiots. Yeah, uh, I think we reached I'm peak Johnny if, Depp a long time ago. Is what I'm saying, and so I, I feel like I, I have pirates. It's not. It, Jack Sparrow is different from that, and it has the whole weekend to itself. Um, yeah, there's movies here and there around it that could be big, but um, I don't know. I think it opens like high 90s, around 100, and then sort of it sticks in that top five for a couple of weeks. And even if it hits its same like 220, I mean that that could be right there in the middle of the pack. I think this is going to be this year's Independence Day resurgence. I think – it's going to take a huge hit. I have it way down on my list. Um, but I think, Jermaine, you, have, you make a lot of good points. You could be totally right on this one. Let's and move to number five uh, on our list. Jeff Kanata, why don't you start us off? Cars 3. Cars 3. Uh, Let's mention a Pixar movie. Solid choice. Yeah. Jermaine Lucier, you're number five. Uh, Spider-Man. Devinder Hardwar, you're number five. This is, again, where my list starts to fall apart. <laughs> Dunkirk. Mm. Mm. I think oh, that okay. is a little too high. Uh, yep. Peter Serretta, yep. you're number five. Wonder Woman. All right, and my number five is Transformers: The Last Night. Uh, so I, I, I'll just say, you know, Transformers. I think it's going to make around two hundred million. Like my four through six, I feel like could be all interchangeable. I, I don't know really which one is going to, you know, be better than the other. But I feel like it's going to be around two hundred, and that's where this area of the list is. Um, who... We haven't heard. We haven't talked about cars at all. So Jeff, I mean, I have it coming up pretty soon. I'm curious, like, what was your thinking with cars? Yeah, tell us, Jeff. Well, as as uh, Peter likes to point out, home video is uh, is huge with the kids, and you know, 
Uh, you know, is that, cars... what is that what they're doing on the streets these days? Oh, <laughs> yeah, it says that. They love home video, guys. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, Lightning McQueen cars, they are ubiquitous in, in a certain age group's, uh, you know, purview. And uh, I think that, that just the strength of little kids wanting to go see the Vroom Vroom cars is, is you know, it's it's – it's a solid Pixar movies are always good. They parents feel comfortable bringing their kids to them. It's a solid franchise that has a lot of of name recognition. I just think it's gonna make it's gonna make like middle of the list money. It's gonna make f- solid number five on the list money. Okay. And, and, uh, and the other thing you should consider is you know Cars Land opened between this one and the last one, and I feel like when you go to a theme park and you experience being in that land like a you guys will with Pandora. Um, yes. That 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 those okay. kind of those people and those kids develop a connection to that that is yes. greater than experiencing. Okay, movie. I think- let's look at the research here that you guys always do. All right, your research bros. First Cars two hundred forty four million. Cars yep. two one hundred ninety yeah. million. And this movie is the marketing on it is all over the place. I, I think yeah, it's Pixar. Yeah, it's Cars. It's been. Uh, looks like six years since the last Cars movie. I just don't think it's out there as much anymore. I have it coming up on the list. I I, I think it's going to do about the same as the last movie. Agreed. You know, and, Agreed. and yeah. it's just not. It's not. This is one of like. And if you talk to people who are Pixar fans, Peter, Dave, you guys, you'd be like, so what are you excited about Pixar? Nobody's even talking about Cars three. Uh, it's just I, I think it's going to be you know one of their bigger disappointments, a two hundred million dollar disappointment. But still, I think it'll make less than Cars Two. Maybe not that much less, but any less than Cars Two puts it further down than number five on the list. Uh, at least according to my current assumptions. <laughs> yeah. Any other uh, things about Rank Five that we want to point out before we move on? Um, uh, Wonder I, Woman, I, really quick. Um, all DC movies have done around three hundred million, but I like um, Jeff. Am cynical about uh, the audience showing up for this one. So I think it's going <laughs> to do about $200 million, But this is the one I've struggled, struggled with the most, honestly, because this movie could do $300 million, It could do $100 million. Yeah. I have yeah. no idea. I agree completely. I, I have a comment. Yeah, um, go ahead. I made Devendra. a terrible mistake. Yeah, I want to hear yeah, <laughs> You, you deeply regret your choice, Devendra? I deeply regret this. What was your choice? Mostly because I had Cars. It was Dunkirk. Dunk- but I had Cars 3 in my like pile of movies. And I didn't realize I never plugged it into the list. So. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, well, Dunkirk, you know, was initially at around here on my list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Interstellar. I, I, I think Chris... Interstellar was like around seven or eight, I think. Chris Chris Nolan is going to like, drive a lot of the sales for this movie. I think he has enough name recognition that he can open a movie just off the strength of his name alone. Um, Interstellar, I think, went, uh, ended up making like around 188 or something like yeah. that, domestic. Uh, Inception was 292. The question is whether this is going to be as good as Inception or as good as Interstellar. I think it's going to be much closer to Interstellar because the subject matter is a lot darker mm-hmm. uh, than even Interstellar, which is, is pretty freaking Is it three hours dark. long? It's probably pretty long, right. Long. Um, it's three like, hours uh, long. There, there are like known actors, is... but not like very popular faces. So uh, Dunkirk yeah. is in my top ten. I don't think it's going to yeah. be uh, at this high though. Uh, but not I think either. you didn't make a, a bad choice by putting it in the top ten, Devendra. Um, so we'll we'll see how it plays out. Um, let's move on to number six, uh, Devendra. Why don't you take us to your number six? Sure. This is where I put Transformers last night. Transformers last night. Uh, how about you, Peter Serretta? 
Transformers last night? Jeff Kanata? This is where I put War for the Planet of the Apes. Mm, I put War for the Planet of the Apes around here too, Jeff. I put it at number six. How about you, Jermaine Lucier? Uh, Cars 3. Okay. Uh, so War for the Planet of the Apes, I think, you know, around $200 million. Uh, Transformers last night, right? The same. I don't think mm-hmm. there's that much to discuss. Cars 3, uh, Jermaine, you already outlined your reasoning for yeah. why it's going to make this much. So uh, shall we move on to number seven? Do it. Uh, number seven, Cars 3, for me, I think it's going to pull in around 150, 160 million domestic. How about you, Peter Sreda? You're number seven. My number seven is also Cars 3, but nice. I think it's going to do a little bit better than what you're saying. Sure. But uh, it, it, yeah, it's diminishing returns. But I think they are appealing more to the NASCAR audience that they lost with that uh, Silly Spy sequel. So, mm. How about you, Devin, your hardware? Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, not a bad choice. How about you, Jeff Kanata? Samesies. Pirates of the Caribbean is where I, I think it's a solid seven. I think, oh, it's it's a, I think it's a really good choice. I ranked it lower than that, which is, like, in my opinion, a big risk to rank it lower than that. So good choice for number seven, guys. How about you, Jermaine? Uh, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Okay. So you think Wonder Woman's going to be around, like, 150, 160? What's, do you have a number in your mind of, of what it will make? No, not really. I mean, like I said, I don't really do this research. I, I mean, <laughs> you, you guys made the good points that – both Suicide Squad and uh, Batman did uh, huge numbers with bad reviews. I think this is probably going to get much better reviews. Um, so I am uh, I'm going to devinder this pick and say that I'm not too happy with it. Okay. <laughs> I just want to do a little quick sidebar here and say that if I don't win this year, <laughs> I hope that Jermaine wins so that at least the guy the guys that go with their gut get a victory here. <laughs> and you stupid s- stats guys with your, with your numbers and your emails and your websites. Uh, you, really all I'm saying is anybody but Dave. That's what I want. <laughs> Let's move on to number eight. Jeff Kanata, your number eight choice. This is where I put Dunkirk. Me too. Dunkirk. Mm. I put number eight. How about you, uh, Devinder Hardware? War for the Planet of the Apes. All right. Good choice. Good choice. So do you think uh, – we'll, we'll get to it. Peter Serretta, your number eight. Pirates of the Caribbean. I think uh, even this can be more diminishing returns than the last one, but uh, it's still going to make the top ten. How about you, Jermaine? A movie nobody's mentioned yet, Alien Covenant. Mm, mm. Wow. Bold mm. choice. Jermaine. Very bold. bold choice. Okay, so let's talk, about, let's talk about Dunkirk real quick. Um, my number eight is Dunkirk. I, I think this is going to do a little bit worse than Interstellar, probably pulling around 140, 150, 160 this summer domestically because it's a darker subject matter. It's a longer movie. It doesn't have as, it doesn't have the reconnaissance star power. Uh, it's, it's about, you know, a death, a lot of death and killing. Uh, I think it's, it's going to get a lot of audience from the Christopher Nolan fans, but I don't think it's going to be a breakout hit like inception was, uh, Devendra, any thoughts on Dunkirk? Uh, no, that sounds about right. I think yeah. your reasoning makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Jermaine Lucier, uh, your number eight was, uh, Covenant. Covenant. Okay. Uh, defend yourself. <laughs> Why do sure. you think Ellen Covenant's going to make this much money? Sure. Um, it's just there are not that many movies in the genre this summer, right? And so that usually, you know, in past years, we'd always pick, you know, there's always a horror movie that did well, or you, sometimes there was a romantic comedy that did well. This is one of the few, if not the only, big budget sort of uh, horror movie, more or less. Uh, I can't say any more oh. about the, the quality of it uh, for a couple more days, but I will say, I, I just think the alien name is good for 150 million. Like, I, I mean, I know Prometheus didn't do too well, but it wasn't called Alien. You know, I think Prometheus didn't move- do bad. It, yeah, it exactly 126, but I don't think this is going to do as well as Prometheus. No, I think it's going. to okay. – I mean, I just think you the name Alien it carries some weight to it. It's not, of course, it's not like 
you know, there hasn't been a movie called Alien since like the 90s. But uh, I, I just think it's going to do pretty well. I think uh, people are going to turn out. Um, and, and, you know, in like four weeks down the line, five weeks down the line, it's going to be around that number seven mark on the top ten every week just because – if you want to, you know, take your date out to a scary movie, that what else do you have? You know, yes, there are a couple other movies there, like it comes at night and things of that nature, but this would be the one, right? I think that horror thing. There's no, there's no conjuring this year. There's nothing like that. I mean, mm-hmm. th- there are some smaller movies, yeah. but this would be the big one, and I think that accounts for enough. Yeah, but the th- I, the thing about Alien, I think, Jermaine, is, uh, you know, there hasn't been reviews. The review embargo hasn't hit yet, but we don't know how this is. If this is another Prometheus, when, but you and I know how but, it is, but yeah, yeah, but if it is another Prometheus where right. if the audience doesn't like it and that buzz gets out there, I don't think it's gonna, you know, have legs. I have to say, by the way, these early screenings I feel are far more, um, far more of a disadvantage for the rest of us than the crowdsourcing. Just <laughs> come on, guys! Shenanigans all around. Shenanigans, guys! Just because I've seen the Hitman's Bodyguard uh, doesn't mean <laughs> that I'm going to win this today. <laughs> uh, I I actually um, am I'm kind of agreeing with you a bit, Jermaine, because I put my Alien at number nine. So right right there, uh, mm. I think uh, I think Alien franchise it's not you know upper half of the of the top ten, but I think it is going to make a solid. 120 million dollars uh, just on the strength of that franchise's legacy. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I figured. I mean, yeah, maybe eight's too high, but you know, I think it's going to be here in this bottom uh, third. But, right. but the thing you said uh, 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 was that there isn't any other horror movies, horror big, action, big, movies. big horror movies. Like, and the, the, I think my number nine oh, is sure. the Mummy. Which is a horror action movie. Is it? Is yeah, it? Not really. It, it's, it's a, a PG thirteen. <laughs> it's a PG thirteen. This is an R. But yeah, I, yes, okay. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's. And I, I, I think I think the Mummy has the potential to do one hundred and forty, hundred and fifty million. People are curious about this new Universal horror, you well, know, monster reboot. I'd say less that Tom more Cruise. Tom Cruise, yeah. Okay, I think we're on number nine at this point, right? Yes, we just did so two. D- uh, Peter, you just said your number nine was the Mummy. Yeah, um, Jeff already said uh, it. Jermaine, what's your number nine? Uh, Dunkirk. Uh, Jeff Kanata. I said Alien Covenant. Alien Covenant and Devendra, your number nine. So guys. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! So guys, uh, I had <laughs> I had Baywatch yeah. in my pile of movies. Okay. I also forgot to put Baywatch in this. So. I put in the Hitman's Bodyguard instead. And the Hitman's this was a terrible Bodyguard m- mistake. Terrible wow, mistake. And, it's wow, it's not know, necessarily a terrible, terrible mistake. Uh, if people good cast, were, it looks like fun. But, Central yeah. Intelligence was the yep. number eight movie of the summer last year. Yep, uh, wow. at one hundred twenty-seven million dollars. So and this, this could is be, this is always our blind spot as mm-hmm. a bunch of guys who get all excited for. The cool genre stuff that's coming out, we always tend to have the blind spot for the like quirky comedy or the you know the, the buddy, action like action comedy. movie. Yeah. That's what this is, and it looks like fun. But yeah, I I don't know anything else. I think Peter, are we? I don't think we're allowed to say anything about. <laughs> just give just give me a nod, Jermaine. Um, I'm going to give you a, a, a something like that, but I mean, but to, to your point, it's Ryan Reynolds, right? It's a Ryan yeah. Reynolds action comedy over the summer. With Samuel I mean, L. Jackson, like that. With Samuel L. Jackson and Salma Hayek, I mean that's that's strong. It's Lionsgate, so you know they're not going to spend a ton of money on it. Um, but yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from. All right, uh, my number nine is Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Men Tell No Tales. Uh, this is a risky pick, in my opinion. I- I'm betting that 
pirates uh, demand has gone way down since the last movie. Yep. Um, I'm betting it's it's gonna be it's gonna make basically a hundred million dollars less than the previous movie, uh, which is a big bet. But you know, it's. Uh, Your um, significant other really believed it, so. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's what the Twitter followers told you, so. You have- <laughs> yep, that's what the Periscope people told me, so that's it. Uh, okay, any other things you want to talk about about number nine, or are we good to move on to the last choice? Uh, I mean, you guys, I mean, I had Dunkirk in there, and I think you guys made a lot of great points. I think, again, it, sort of like my alien argument, there isn't a movie like that this summer in the mm-hmm. big, big sweeping thing. So I think Dunkirk, it, I mean, I mean, Devinger putting it like five or something seems crazy, but you never know. Like, if the movie is like an Oscar caliber movie that we all want it to be, you know, if it's like Saving Private Ryan, which I believe was a summer movie when that came out, yep. like it could do really well. So, uh, I mean, I have number nine. It could be, it could be higher. I don't think yeah, it's gonna and, be any lower. And Dave, what you said earlier in the episode is it's really sad that all of us sort of have to defend Dunkirk, and it's literally the only movie on my top ten. Mm-hmm. That is not a sequel or a and franchise. Agreed. Yep. I was going to say that, yeah. Yep, yep, agreed. All right, well, let's move on to number 10. Uh, Jeff Kanata, you're number 10. The Mummy. Uh, I mm. have The Mummy at number 10 as well. Oh. Uh, Devinder Hardware, you're number 10. So, hoping <laughs> against hope, The Dark Tower. Mm. Oh. The Dark Tower. Okay, we'll get to that. Uh, Peter Serretta, you're number 10? Mine is Dunkirk. Okay, and uh, Jermaine Lucier? Uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. Ooh, Which okay. I, I now I now don't feel too good about because again you guys make some good points with it and <laughs> yeah, I do the, think it is going to be one of the better movies of the summer if not you know the best blockbuster of the summer. Um, but I, yeah, we'll the see. Apes movies have always performed well. At least the last two have performed pretty mm-hmm. well. One seventy six and two hundred eight. I can't imagine War of the Planet of the Apes making less than one seventy six. So I don't. No, that's true. Yeah. That, I, yeah. And. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Right. I don't feel like it's going to be number ten. But who knows? Maybe like last year made fools of us all. So who knows? Uh, I want to hear Devinder Hardwar's reasoning for this. What did you cho- choose as number for ten again? One? Well, Dark Tower. He, Dark Tower. We don't, yeah. we don't know anything about this movie. There's no trailer. We saw a couple posters, but guys, Idris Elba, Matthew McConaughey, like a beloved franchise. Like I, this is more me putting it here out of hope that this movie isn't terrible. But I'm I'm really looking forward to it, and I hope that it ends up like doing better. What, what is the release up. date of the Dark Tower at this point? August fourth. August fourth. Yeah. Like I, my that's guess is that's the, movie. the strongest part of that argument is, is that yeah is that a number ten movie is perfect for that early late that August slot. Do we? Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure the Dark Tower is far away from even being finished at this point, right? Like. Yeah. Yeah, Jermaine yeah. and I saw some footage at CinemaCon, and there's going to be a trailer online tomorrow, so it'll be online by the time this goes up, probably. But uh, it looked like a mess. It like, <laughs> it like, it, it was, and I haven't read the books, but the books seem people have tried to explain them to me, and it seems overly complicated. The books are awesome. I'm in the middle of them now. I really enjoy it. Uh, do you trust like, the studio to be able to cram that into two hours? No, I do not, and uh, I'm I'm nervous about it. But I like Devinder's chutzpah here because I want it to be good. I mean, it's like we were talking about. We obviously want all these movies to be good. If Transformers Five is great, we'd all be like, yeah. But like, I, I it's just mm-hmm. I, August is a wasteland. I mean, it really it is, is this summer more than other years. I mean, every other year there's usually like one or two movies that sneak up. Like Turtles made a lot of money, and Guardians. But um, if the Dark Tower is a seven of ten. It could be number 10 easy because yeah. it could do like $120 million and depending on how everything else does, it could sneak in there. Uh, it didn't make even my dark horses because I have little faith. But as a fan, I, I, I like the choice. Let's, I'm, I'm just 
Yeah, given the love for Westworld and everything, like the need, like, you know, we, we got some really cool Western sci fi going on, like a, a kind of like a high fantasy Western with this cast. Uh, I'm hoping that audiences surprise us. All I'm right. a huge fan of the books, and uh, I haven't really been keeping tabs on this film. Is it supposed to be all of the books in one movie, no, or is it just the uh, first book? First one, it, I thought. Well, it's technically I, it, even I, a sequel. Yeah, I mean, I haven't read them all. Stop. I'm in the middle of six now, so I know. But everybody tells me – this is not a spoiler. They tell me once you finish seven, you'll understand how they made the movie. And from what you, the trailer is, it's it's sort of an amalgamation. Uh, some of the main characters from books two and three and everything else right. are not in this. But Jake, uh, the kid, is a main character. So, okay, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's that's my non-spoilery. The thing. idea is that it's going to be a big franchise. Was it going to be yes. like a backdoor TV pilot too? Yeah, they wanted to do a TV pilot, but that's uh, it's all uh, on the shoulders of the movie doing well. Right. Um. So I mean, well, it would I'm have to be it. more than number ten for them to do a TV show or a sequel. I think. All right, uh, Jeff Kanata, you and I have The Mummy at number 10. I mean, I think this movie is going to make uh, – uh, I, I don't think this is going to be as bad as Tom Cruise's uh, Jack Reacher Never Go Back or whatever the hell that movie was called. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think it's going to be as big of a hit as like Rogue Nation was. I think it's, it's more gonna... like uh, – whatchamacallit? Live, Die, Repeat, right? That's the name of that movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now. Uh, or yeah. Edge of Tomorrow, right? <laughs> I think I think it's going to be a decent Tom Cruise actioner. I don't think it's going to be – like a runaway success, uh, I'm betting it's going to make around between 110 and 150 is my guess. I just um, I just want to see a movie where Tom Cruise knows how to ride a plane properly. That's all. <laughs> Edge, of Tomorrow, of Edge, Edge yeah. of Tomorrow was $100 million. That was regarded as a failure. I think this will do probably slightly better than that because Mummy as a concept has some name recognition, but I don't think it's going to do that much better. So. Dark Can I say Horse. something about my number 10 before oh, yeah, we get go ahead, to Dark Horse? Uh, which is Dunkirk, which I, I know you guys got to talk about, but um, – Chris Nolan is a brand, like you said, Dave, but um, his box office varied quite a bit from his lowest studio film, $50 million, to you know The Dark Knight at 534 I, But I think this being a World War II movie, it's not a genre film. I don't think it's going to make that $200 million interstellar money. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think this – I'm barely excited for this movie. Aside from seeing that IMAX prologue thing that they showed – and Christopher Nolan's name being attached. The trailers have not really excited me much. Um, but yeah, but what, I, I think – what? No, I'm sorry. What movies are there this summer for our parents to see? You know, And I think Dunkirk is the only one that even comes close to that. I mean there's like Snatched or some other stuff like that that could maybe fit in there. But like I think Dunkirk is the movie, right? So, uh, so I think 10 is – I don't know. It's Like I said, this whole summer is totally crazy. Dunkirk could make $350 million or it could make – $80 million. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. All our parents are going to go see Baywatch, and you know it. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah. That's why it didn't yeah. make one of our lists. You're all right, all going to see the Emoji movie. Uh, all right, guys. <laughs> let's talk about Dark Horses. Let's each reel off all three Dark Horses. If one of these movies gets into – or you know, for each movie in our Dark Horse choices that get into the top ten, you get an extra point, right? So uh, let's talk about Dark Horses. Peter Sreda, your Dark Horses, and why don't you talk us through them? Um. Minor Alien Covenant, which we've already talked about. Uh, Prometheus only made two, uh, 126. I think this is going to make around that or lower. Um, the Emoji Movie. Uh, really? Angry Birds made over $100 million. Yeah. And I think if you make over $100 million, you're probably around this area. This movie will be the Angry Birds of 2017. On the other hand, Sony Animation had a clunker with Smurfs that only made $37 million, So it could do that, too. 
Um, but uh, people love those emojis. Uh, my third one was last minute change out. Is Valerian, the City of Thousand Planets, Ooh. which uh, nice. I don't think it's – I think it's going to be a huge bomb, but it looks so interesting and, you know, the world – No guts, increases. no glory, man. No guts, no glory pick. It was made for $220 million, <laughs> the largest French production Jeez. ever. And uh, I would be surprised if it makes over 100 but, you uh, know, it could make Warcraft money. Like Valerian is going to be c- catastrophic in my opinion. <laughs> I mean uh, the, the, Valerian is being distributed by STX, right? Yes. Uh, STX has only distributed one film over $100 million, and I think three films over $50 million gross. Okay? The one film, by the way, that made $183.9 million, Bad Moms. Bad Moms. moms. Uh, And then the other movies, uh, The Gift made $59 million, and uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, The Boy made $64 million. I don't think they know how to open a movie as crazy as this, as big as this, as ambitious as this. With no stars. Yeah, I think it's going to be a total failure uh, at the box office. I'm not speaking artistically. Artistically, it might be amazing, but I think it's going to be this year's Jupiter Descending. So live with that, Peter. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I I, I agree with you, but I I think it could still make, you know, $80 million maybe. Maybe. And if it made that much, it could could make the list. Who knows? Yeah. 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 All right. Um, Jeff Kanata, walk us through your dark horses. Uh, Wonder Woman, Baywatch. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jeff. Go ahead. I mean, I think I think there's a possibility. I want Wonder Woman to be great. I want it to be. I want to be wrong about this, but I fear for that movie. I do. Um, Baywatch, I think, uh, has the potential of being like six or five. It really has the potential of making a lot of money. Yeah, and, and you know, yeah. and then another movie that I think is directly in our blind spot, our collective blind spot, that could end up being the bridema- bridesmaids of 2017, Rough Night. Yep, yep. That was going to oh, be yeah. my third, my yeah. third one. But I switched out for Valerian. Now I feel yeah. but it's it's weird that Rough Night and Girls Trip are look like the same exact movie. <laughs> they are, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, Rough Night. This is uh, starring Scarlett Johansson. It's uh, written by the people behind Broad City, right? It has a lot of really talented people behind it. I almost put Girls Trip instead of Rough Night because Girls Trip has, you know, it's it's about black women and there's really nothing for that community to get rally behind uh, in in this summer, sadly. Uh, So maybe that movie will... Will surprise everybody. Also, there's the uh, the Amy Schumer one too, right? Yeah, the Amy Schumer. Snatched. Snatched, right, with Golden I don't know. With regards to Rough Night, I don't know that the world was hungry for a female version <laughs> of very bad things. But, uh, <laughs> you know, the the stars behind it are pretty considerable, so we'll see. Yeah. I would uh, like to see that cast do something silly. I, I, I think Rough Night is a great uh, Dark Horse choice, Jeff. Uh, so who else needs to run through their Dark Horses? Yeah, I'll, go. Uh, I'll do uh, Jermaine, let's go with you first. Oh, okay, sorry, Avenger. Um, minor, a uh, couple movies we've already mentioned. The Mummy, again, uh, and Baywatch are the two that we've already discussed. And mm. I think those are both movies that, like Jeff put it great in the last segment here, they could be number five or six or they could not make the list at all. Uh, I have high hopes for The Mummy just because I want this Universal Monsters thing to work out. And Tom Cruise movies, you know, um, with a especially a franchise one like this, um, I don't really consider Jack Reacher as a franchise, but doesn't have that same name recognition. Uh, it could be good. And Baywatch, Baywatch could be. It, ne- it needs to be like Twenty One Jump Street to make a lot of money. 
but it's going to do really well, uh, at least opening weekend, um, you know, with The Rock and Zac Efron. And my third movie that we haven't mentioned at all is the, you know, uh, I think Captain Underpants is something that uh, I, mm-hmm. uh, growing up, uh, I was a little older than that, but it, I worked at a, the place who they published it, Scholastic Books, and people went crazy for that stuff. And I think uh, the movie, you know, it's the only Kevin Hart movie this summer. Uh, Ed Helms is the other voice. They'll be out promoting it. And if if it's good, I think it's got a good name recognition. And uh, there are, there are a lot of other animated movies this summer, despicable with me being the biggest. But you know, there's a bunch of little ones. I think this one could really get in there and do decent money. That's probably my biggest regret, Jermaine, is not putting Captain Underpants on my top ten. Uh, as we look over these lists, <laughs> Captain Underpants has sold seventy million copies over the course of twelve books. So. Uh, it is a massive hit, and we've seen with The Boss Baby recently that animated films uh, that have a lot of wide appeal uh, from uh, book adaptations are really really can, can have legs at the box office. So uh, Captain Underpants is also on my Dark Horse legs. list. Um, also on my Dark Horse is uh, Alien Covenant and Baywatch. Uh, those feel like they have a possibility to make them. Mm. Davindra Hardwar, your t- uh, three Dark Horses. I, l- I like to go swing for the fences yeah, for things it. we may not see. Uh, the Mummy probably will, will – yeah, I think it makes a good one. King Arthur. Mm, wow. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. And my hope against hope that Atomic Blonde does well enough to be somewhere there. Mm, mm. Well, that's I thought, about, yeah. I thought yeah. about Atomic Blonde myself. But, but I think yeah. John – like what at best Atomic Blonde does John Wick Chapter 2 yeah. numbers. Which is like 90 million. 93 million, yeah, yeah. I think it's unlikely. But yeah, it's, it's not a bad thing to hope for. So there's a bunch of movies. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a bunch of movies that nobody has mentioned at all that I think like nobody's mentioned Baby Driver at that all. Movie, well, I think it's going to be amazing. But what's mm-hmm. the most Edgar Wright movies? Edgar ever Wright has only made a 31 million dollar movie. I think Baby Driver could be a huge hit. I think it could make 80 to 100 million dollars, which would be a massive success. Huge. But that's you, not. Do you think it's going to make three times what Scott Pilgrim did? I, I, I think that. it has. I think it has the potential to do that. I'm just saying, but I think yeah. even in the best case scenario, where Baby Driver makes a ton of money and makes all of its investors its money back, I still don't think it cracks top ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, I don't think it's a big enough movie. I would but, love that to happen more than almost anything else because yeah, you know, obviously, a huge Edgar Wright fan. The cast is good. Everybody who I know uh, who's seen it's loved it, but that wasn't what I was going to say. What I was going to say is anybody I talked to about it. I'm like, check out this trailer. This is awesome. They're like, that looks awesome. Wow. What a bad title. Like they immediately say that. What does that even mean? And I think that, again, is going to hurt it. Um, But if the reviews are as good, if they continue to be as good, they moved it up like three months, right? It was supposed to come out in August or September, and they moved it to June, uh, which is a huge, uh, you know, uh, gold star on it. I I would love for it to make that. But, yeah, I think we're all sort of right saying like 70 million would be a huge success. Jeff Kanata, you were going to list some other movies you're shocked didn't make any of our list. I guess, I guess uh, we uh, there were a bunch that were in my head uh, that were contenders, but I guess people have mentioned. I'm looking over the release schedule again, and stuff is uh, you know we got a broad uh, swath here of stuff that's come up. Um, let, let me ask you guys this: I, I uh, got some as, as we wrap up. But yeah, like what are movies that didn't make either uh, the top ten mm-hmm. or the or the dark horses that you kind of regret not putting on the list uh, to some degree? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just name one: Hitman's Bodyguard. I think. You know, could be this year's Central Intelligence. Uh, mm-hmm. Could do really well. 
But and also Rough Night, you guys mentioned like I'm bummed that didn't make any of my top ten or the Dark Horses. Peter yeah. Shreda, what's on your regret? Uh, Rough Night, I mentioned uh, Baywatch is something that I wanted to include so badly because you know Central Intelligence did like 127 million. Like yeah. the, you know, don't underestimate the Rock. And San Andreas, huge plus, last year. It's the Rock plus boobs, yeah. which I, I and, hate to be. I hate it just looks right? so unfunny. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah the show's been bad. Movies that. Um, I want to talk about though Detroit. Do you think this mm-hmm. politically charged time? Oh my god, that could propel that into the top ten. No, no. no? I mean, <laughs> what is the most money a Catherine Bigelow movie has made? Right. Well, uh, not not that much. Uh, it, it, I think Kurt it's going to be an, probably. I think it's going to be an amazing oh, film. Right? I think it's going to be an amazing film. I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing it, but I don't think. Um, yeah, Zero Dark Thirty, ninety-five million dollars. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, right. And that was about the capture and killing of Osama bin Laden who is someone virtually everyone in the world knows who that is you know uh so uh, something about Detroit in the 60s or 70s I think it is I I just don't see it cracking top 10 okay what about Annabelle because we were talking about no horror movies yeah yeah, I was just gonna say I was just gonna say uh looking back at this my uh my horror thing was kind of a big whiff um (laughs) and there's Annabelle there's an Amityville movie there's Polaroid there's a lot of small <laughs> movies that are hard. I mean, I think Aliens obviously the big one. Um, and I but think the first Annabelle movie did uh, 84 million. That's it was also yeah. critically reviled. I just yes. don't think. I don't think the next one's going to do a lot better if a lot of people hated the first one. No. But the old so. Ouija was a movie that the first movie people hated, and it did really well. And the second movie. People loved and it didn't do well. So it right. knows. Well, yeah, it's it's often based on how well they liked the first one or the, yeah. the one that came before. And in the case of Ouija, second one was better, but the first one <laughs> soured them on it. How do you explain Transformers? I can't, Peter. <laughs> I can't explain Transformers. Well, I, what I do you guys think about the chance? How much money is King Arthur gonna do? Yeah, well, Devinder, you're the only one that gonna, had it in your top ten. I put, right? I put it on my list. Um, I I don't know why. Uh, mostly because I'm really jazzed for like this crazy fantasy historical a, thing that Guy Ritchie is going for. Hasn't so. been on the shelf for like two years, not two years, but like a while. Hasn't like I it think been... a while. Yeah, I, I think mean, it could I'm... do Sherlock Holmes numbers. I think it could do really? like, up to up no to up to 185 million. I think there's really? no way. <laughs> if it does 85 million, I'd be upset. Uh, one movie that we haven't discussed that I, I flirted with for two seconds is The House, Will mm. Ferrell and Amy Poehler. Uh, that we oh, that's seen right. Yeah. Another, another so they're, big they're comedy. huge names. Yep. The broad comedies this summer are, you know, few and far between. And I say that and people are yelling at their YouTubes like my horror thing. But like, um, yeah, I mean, I, that's a movie that yeah. I, I don't think is going to do that well, but you never know. And one thing I wanted to mention, too, um, that's nowhere here and that we haven't talked about is All Eyes on Me, the Tupac mm-hmm. movie, mostly because, like, just leveraging the wave of, like, people who loved Straight Outta Compton and how big a hit that movie was. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any I mean, other that movies a- that yeah. didn't make any of our lists, uh, Peter Serretta, that you wanted to mention that might be worth considering? <laughs> um, and the, the Straight Outta Compton was the last one. and I mean, not Straight Outta Compton, sorry. Uh, all has on me. Um, I'm not sure if that could do Straight Outta Compton numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I know Dave wanted desperately to put 47 meters down on his list. but <laughs> Which is a, uh, a shark movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, with Mandy Moore, which honestly I don't think it's going to come anywhere near the top 10, but Mandy Moore is on that show um, – Oh my god! What's the name of that show? That's like Parenthood on TV. This is us. Good. This is this us, is, which is a sensation about, right now. 
What's interesting so, about 47 Meters Down is that it's a movie that they were going to release a direct video and people even got screeners of it and reviewed it. And then they decided to pull it because the reviews were so good um, uh, or something to that nature. I know that like ComingSoon.net put up like a review of that movie. And they're like, this movie's awesome. You got to see it. And now it's getting a full theatrical release. So uh, that's an interesting story that will be told this summer. One quick point I just realized as I was looking at this again. Um, Hitman's Bodyguard, even if it's the greatest movie of all time, it has two weeks on this list uh, to, yeah, to, yep. uh, to make at least $100 million. And I'm sorry, but uh, that's not good. I, b- I believe in Samuel L. Jackson. I, I want to say, you know, we we talk about uh, dollars. This is all about dollars. But I think from a quality level looking forward to the summer – I am very heartened by what what I'm seeing. If if you look at last summer's yeah. uh, abysmal, the top ten <laughs> movies are just horrid, and even ones that we all assumed were going to be good, like Jason Bourne, were not. Uh, and I think that this year, you know, I could be wrong again, but I'm looking at Dunkirk, War for Planet of the Apes, Spider Man, Guardians Two. Mummy, all in Wonder Woman, all of those have the potential of being actually really good movies. Yeah, I, I think we're all looking forward to more of these movies than we were last year, right? Why are you laugh? Why were you laughing, David? Oh, because you said, um, what was that movie you said? Uh, what were the movies you just read off, Jeff? The I last one was funny. He said something. The Mummy. Yeah, the Mummy. Like you're yeah. saying, the Mummy as though is going to be like. This. I think. Dude, Tom Cruise doesn't know how to make bad movies in my – well, I guess Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher was pretty terrible. Mm. Yeah, but (laughs) – Second one. Guys, what we're all ignoring – I think what Jeff's trying to say is we're all ignoring one of the – what's probably going to be one of the biggest hits of the summer, The Nut Job 2, Nutty by Nature, coming out August 11th. Just on that title alone. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's you know, there's a lot of pent up demand from the Nut Job One. Something I, tells me that Nut Job Two, Nutty by Nature, is going to be Dave's victory movie, <laughs> making us all watch. Yeah, it'll still be in theaters potentially. we can all go to the theater together, <laughs> Jeff. Canada. I'll fly I, down there. I'll fly down. We'll do it together. Uh, also, this one movie I wish would make the top ten. It won't, um, but I hope people go see is The Big Sick. With Camille, uh, and, oh, yeah. so um, excited for that movie. Yeah, it, yeah, it's just such a great movie that could, you know, be seen by you know almost all ages, from teenagers to you know old uh, people, olds. And, to old yes. to the olds. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, I, I think if it had some maybe bigger actors and a bigger release, maybe I it feel would. like yeah, that's probably going to move a movie that's like when we we don't do this, but if we said like, what's your favorite movie this summer? That's probably one we'll say. I, I think I think Valerian, though I agree with you, David, that it's going to uh, be a, a huge financial failure, is a movie that I think we're all going to love. I just have a feeling that mm-hmm. you, Luke Besson doesn't spend two hundred twenty million dollars and cast these people unless he's really confident, you know, or, or I'd like to think so. Or maybe you know? inter- he's looking at international, you know, sales. Oh yeah, I mean, I think that movie will eventually make money, but I'm just yeah. talking about uh, here. I, I don't think. Uh, Dane DeHaan or Kara are, are, are big enough, but I feel like the quality – I think when we're back here, we'll be like, well, Valerian bomb, but that was an awesome movie, right, guys? I, I right. think that's a conversation that we'll be having in three months. Yeah, okay. Valerian and Baby Driver and mm-hmm. and The Big Sick are going to be like the movies that we're all championing and we're on none of our lists. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But guys, I don't think we're talking enough about War Machine. <laughs> War Machine. Yeah. Uh, this Not is- the MCU film. 
Yeah, not an MCU is, film. This is That's the, a big movie starring Brad Pitt and Tilda Swinton and Ben Kingsley. Really? That's weird. That is Why direct is to Netflix, right? Yeah, direct to Netflix, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, does it even exist? It's <laughs> <laughs> a David, David Michaud movie filmmaker who I really appreciate. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see how Netflix plays. Like, guys, the summer movie wager in... Uh, five years is going to comprise completely of Netflix movies, I think. Well, I I tell you what, Netflix will make more during this summer than any three of these movies makes. (laughs) I don't know, like, they're still fishing for, like, a lot of debt funding and everything, too, to actually make these the this original content and buy original content. So it's a weird company. I just, I'm still not a fan of how Netflix treats its movies. Yeah, well, I think we'll talk about that a little bit more on the Slash Filmcast, but uh, other than that, Fellas, you can find all of our rankings at SlashFilm.com uh, on our SlashFilmCast page. And also, uh, TheSummerMovieWager.com, Dennis, uh, our, the SlashFilmCast listener and Summer Movie Wager fan, has been uh, rapidly plugging in our choices while we've been recording this. So that it is, they are now up there at TheSummerMovieWager.com. The, be sure to put the the in there. Yeah, make sure you put the the in there because <laughs> not the Summer Movie Wager is owned by someone else. Uh, if you want to laugh at my picks or Jeff's or Davindra's, go up there and check it out. <laughs> and if you want to marvel hey, at Dave Chen's yeah. picks. <laughs> may, the, may the best list win, fellas, except for Dave. Yeah. May he, may I he... think we can all agree on one thing this summer. We do not want Dave to three-peat. I mean, I think that is the one thing. <laughs> he, will be, he will be absolutely insufferable <laughs> should he do that. I mean, you're, A, you're Dave, assuming you, I'm not you already. Yes, of what you'll make us watch at this point. Uh, guys, I, I, you, you know um, – uh, I, I remember the words of one of my law professors from college, which is that he said his grading policy was justice tempered by mercy. And that is how I shall dispense movie-watching choices this year, should I win, which we all know I will. He so. is – the hubris is <laughs> – Please, Dave, do not win. Please. All right. It's, it's, and people are listening, cheering at the things we were saying, saying – Please, Dave, do not win. I'm not, be on I'm not every week telling us all about it. I'm not comfortable with how many of the movies that Dave and I had in the exact same location on our lists. <laughs> mm. Oh, no. Not, not comfortable with that, personally. Mm. I'm feeling pretty good about my list. I think my biggest doubts are Despicable Me because I think Jeff actually does bring up a good point. Maybe it will be a disaster. <laughs> Maybe we've reached peak minion. I don't think it's a disaster. I just don't think – I just think it's on a decline. Yeah. And Guardians Volume Two probably will do better than Guardians One, maybe. So that really makes definitely it, it gives me a little unsettling. You, you, you have doubt that Guardians Two is going to do better than One? Well, didn't Guardians One wasn't it the biggest grossing movie of the year that year? Second, second biggest behind Pretty American good. Sniper beat it. Yeah, but this one has Baby Groot. Yeah, yeah. and also nobody had expectations for that first movie too. Like that took everyone by surprise. So. People amped up for you know a sequel to that and everything. Yeah. I think this yeah. movie could do uh, like uh, Captain America: Civil War numbers, which I think is like four hundred million, right? Yeah, uh-huh. uh, which it's would beat, which would make no it beat way Despicable, Despicable Me. Me three makes four hundred million. I'm really regretting putting Transformers so high, fellas. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. What about Spider Man? How are you thinking about Spider Man? I, I, I am standing behind that. I think Spider Man. Okay. I just, I think Spider Man could be my. My finding Dory moment. I, I have a prediction <laughs> that Je- I, guys I have a prediction. Jeff is going to have the lowest score this year. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair 
enough. We'll see. We'll uh, see. We'll see. You may have the last laugh. Is, uh, it brings it brings the listeners back. I love it. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Uh, well, thanks for tuning in to the Summer Movie Wager. If you want to play along, uh, enter your choices. And especially if you want to be included in the leaderboard, go to thesummermoviewager.com as soon as possible uh, and click on the Play Along tab. And uh, to read more about this, go to slashfilm.com, click on the Slash Filmcast tab, you'll find this post. Uh, or just Google the Summer Movie Wager slash film. In the meantime, Jermaine Lucier, what can we find more of your work on the internet this week? Find myself at gizmodo.com and io9.com, and I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Jermaine Lucier. How about you, Peter Serretta? You can find me on Twitter at slashfilm and uh, slashfilm.com. Jeff Kanata? Uh, just follow me on Twitter. I'm at Jeff Kanata with two N's and one T. And if you like hearing me talk about video games, uh, I have a daily video game show at anchor.fm slash NLB. How about you, Devendra? At Devendra on Twitter and Engadget.com. Find all my stuff at DaveChen.net. Thanks for listening to the Summer Movie Wager this year, 2017. We'll be back in a few months with the results.